Hey, Nick, it's back to school month, and I know you've never been to college, but have you been to ninth school? Yeah, I've been to ninth school. I look in the windows all the time. <laughs> Peeping Tom. All right. That's uh, the name of the movie, so there you go. Hey, guys, it's your favorite final girl and boy, Emily, and Nick, and your favorite final babysitter, Mike, coming hey, at you yo. with a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a podcast where we slash, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This week, we'll be uh, continuing our back-to-school slasher month as we dissect 1981's Night School. As usually, Emily's got the box, so uh, <laughs> stop studying, and uh, let's hear what's on the back of it. I got the Show what's on the back, girl. I got two boxes. Ooh, nice <laughs> Freaky. In the dark of night, a killer lurks. There's something horribly wrong at night classes at Wendell College. A mysterious machete-wielding madman in black leather is stalking the women and decapitating the victims with grisly precision. Police detective Judd Austin suspects Professor Millet, an anthropology instructor with an eye for beauty who's involved with his gorgeous research assistant Eleanor, played by stunning Rachel Ward from uh, Final Tear, in her film debut. But is Millet actually the sleek figure in black who's singling out these young women to mill this horrible fate? Or does the answer really lie elsewhere? And when Austin finally makes his move to put an end to this one-man crime wave of savage attacks, is he ending the spree of bloody murder? Or has he only let a mad killer go free to strike again? Be careful at Wendell College. When something goes bump in the dark at night school, Ugh. it could be the sound of a falling body. 1981, what are your thoughts? I thought the score was pretty good. The score is good. It was done by the guy that did Terminator 1 and 2. Really? Yeah. No shit, man. Mm-hmm. No, I thought that was pretty good. It's all right, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's serious. It is serious. I'll... Uh, I liked it. It had a really heavy giallo feel to it for, for sure. me. Yeah. Um, especially because the lead actor that plays uh, Judd, uh, Judd Austin, the, deta- so. the I, lieutenant, he uh, he is Italian, and he's and a lot of his scenes are dubbed. I thought it's a lot of the sets, like the interiors, uh, looked kind of like that. The cinematography is great, and I'll go into some of the other stuff. I think he's done. I'm pretty sure in my trivia. So, um, I I liked it. I thought it was kind of slow. Uh, I think you could have probably taken about 15 minutes off of it. There was too mu- uh, too much off-screen slashing for my taste. There was no camaraderie, but... Uh, I, I felt it was too serious for its own good. Yeah, my- but, you know, I, I expect that out of, not, out of 1981. Yeah. It's like, it feels like more of a, a thriller than a straight yeah. horror. Well, 19, it's very adult. Early 80s slashers are notorious for being more on the serious side, which is why I prefer the later... 80s of slashers when they started having more fun with it because they knew it was on its way out so i kind of expected that from this but uh anyway why don't you get us started mike yeah this is like more of a slasher film than a slasher flick yeah <laughs> it's really very well slasher verite. i mean it's, we... it, and it starts out very well so uh, in my opinion i thought it was a really cool scene to start out with well first we get like four or five beautiful shots of boston at night because we're in Boston. What's new and exciting things to do in Boston have to offer? Uh, as, as long as you're across the fucking river and yeah, just Nick looking at it. Nick hates Boston. I so. fucking hate that place. <laughs> anyway, that's the first and last time we'll talk about how much Throwback Nick hates Thursday. Boston. Okay, so 
Um, we're at Jack and Jill's daycare center around 6 p.m. We find out later from the police report. And it's already dark, so it must well, be it winter. Well, it says it. It must be winter time, right? Yeah. Okay, so a uh, teacher and her student are on... That's a merry-go-round, is that right? Yes, but also it's nighttime, which makes no sense if she goes to night school. Anyway, go ahead. Well, it's 6 o'clock. You can still make a 7 o'clock That's class. That's true. Um, the teacher is hanging out with a student who tells her she wants to be a teacher just like her, and she's playing with a pinwheel on a merry-go-round. The mom picks up the kid... The janitor leaves. She's all alone on the merry-go-round. And we hear a motorcycle pull up in the background. And a black helmeted figure. Um, Good costume, by the way. It looks like Nail got Massacre to me. Well, I thought it was better than that. And also, I did talk about this. In Nail Gun Massacre, they try to trick you. We've done this show, so it's fine. Um, they try to trick you into thinking it's the woman. by ha- I think having a woman in the costume. Because it looks like a woman in the costume the whole time. In this movie, I thought it was either it looked either like a dude or or an androgynous killer. Like I think, you, it, I think it was both in this movie. I think they switched they, they it, switch in the it out, yeah, yeah, or something because I was like, that doesn't look like a woman's gait. But you know, whatever. So La- later, it does. I mean, Mick Jagger would walk around in a killer's costume. Well, that's who. That's who it really was. That's fun fiction and, for later. So anyway, <laughs> come on, damn. So okay, so they're in the merry-go-round, the, and the killer grabs the, yeah, the ride, stops was. it. Anne uh, is on the ride. The killer stops the ride, but then starts spinning it real fast. And Anne's like, who are you? What are you doing? All the kids have been picked up. She's like, stop, stop. So the merry-go-round's going really fast, and she gets decapitated. None of these these kills are really on screen, though, right? No, they're not on screen, but it is by a, um, what do you call it, curved kind of knife it says a machete on the back it's actually called a cookrit cookrit or gurkha knife or gurkha knife of nepal mm-hmm. so that's so important it, kind of does this look like a j to you so we move up <laughs> so then we we're in a busy on. plaza we see uh lieutenant judd austin and his girlfriend buying or rice wife. krispies uh, i think he says something about i'm going to make you my uh, bride. Like, I, I thought okay. they were I engaged. thought they were married. I don't know. Well, we don't see her for the rest of the movie anyway. She does say it's a lousy job, and I was like, being a cop, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we also hear a couple times Emily's that he's... going ACAB. He's here. Harvard graduated, so we've got a Harvard policeman. He gets... Uh, he's supposed to have a lovely A Harvard night graduated police officer. <laughs> it only comes up like three or four times. I was like, is he at least Harvard a detective? Boy. And then I found out later he's just a lieutenant. And then yeah. he makes fun of the other guy for being a sergeant. I was like, what... Uh, okay. Bye. He was the smartest guy in the force. Nerd cop. All cops in Boston uh, are Harvard educated. Right? <laughs> yeah. But he gets called That's in. why they're so racist. He uh, kind of gripes with his wife, but again, we don't see her the rest of the film, so who cares how she feels? Mm-mm. So he shows up at the scene of Anne's murder. Well, he gets a phone call. Yeah, he gets called away. Yeah. They're about to have a romantic evening. But he, but they say something about on the phone that it was the same M.O. as the last one. Yeah, so when he shows up to the scene, meant to know, meant to think it's that mentioned that there have been two killings There's been the two heads. Week. And two, they two talk heads. about that killing later. They say that the girl's head was found in a duck P- pond. pond. Yeah. But they don't say anything about the college. So it's not until a couple murders in we start the cops start seeing like, oh, they're all in the same class. Yeah, so he's but called out to like the crime here. scene where yeah. he where you see Taj. We see Taj. That's the sergeant. That's going to be his like partner in crime for the movie. The head is found in a bucket of water while the body is still on the merry-go-round. So 
and that's when to- well that's when just uh judd says something and Todd is like, you're the college guy. I'm just a cop. And I'm hey, like, man. y'all are both cops. I just want to put this out there and say that Taj is the only comedic relief in this film and probably the best fucking part of it. And He's... we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah. So the head was in a bucket of, wa- of water. That's very important. The, the first head was in pond, which is water. Mm-hmm. The second head is found in a bucket of water. So, so the lieutenant goes and talks to the director said, well, of the al- daycare. He also says it's Freudian. Taj does. And I was like, I don't really think the head being a bucket's Freudian. I think it's just like the killer's signature. But okay. I don't know how that would be Freudian. But. Well, the director of the daycare sends lieutenant to go to Wendell College where Anne attends night school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a note that says I like the partner, Taj. He's, he's, he's great. Yeah. 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 So great. the lieutenant goes to the coroner's. And the coroner says that it looks like it's an execution. That's the only word I can think of for it. And that's when he and Taj discuss the previous case that happened before the movie started and mentions the duck pond. So the lieutenant goes to see the professor. Um, Millet. Millet. Vincent Millet. God, fuck At Wendell guy. College. Because that's whose aunt teacher was. And he... Or one of her. Walks, was you just taking one class? Anyway. That's what it seemed like. Okay. Anthropology class. Well, he goes, uh, talks to the headmistress. She sends him to the lecture hall where he's talking about the Azmat um, New Guinean adoption ceremony. Except for the lieutenant has no... Oh, he has fucking no clue what the fuck this presentation is about. And you can tell. But he went to Harvard. <laughs> I'm an anthropology student. I was a little lost. They were talking about a tunnel of... Well, but he walked in during a presentation, which she pisses Millet off. I'm just like, who fucking cares? It was one fucking presentation that you gave. Shut yeah, up. From the start, you can tell these guys do not like each other. Yeah. It's already a war. Well, uh, the, the I didn't pre- like the cop beforehand, but I after, like after cop, seeing but... Millet, I immediately liked the cop because I hated Millet. Yeah. And also the cop <laughs> is clearly being dubbed half the time because he is Italian. Um, so just by the way. So I, did, I didn't even notice that. The professor, it's not always, the professor basically is like, hey, talk to Kim over here. They were best friends. And Kim says that Anne didn't have any other friends, but that she did have a boyfriend that she wouldn't tell her about because it was like somebody they both knew. But before that, we see Rachel Ward, Eleanor, watching the professor being a total fucking creep on Kim, kissing yeah. her on the top of the head. Oh, and yeah, shit. dude. He's yeah. fucking handsy That's as right. shit throughout this movie. And then I think it's Millet that says, we've all just stepped out of the primal jungle. Like, yeah, what the yeah, yeah. fuck? Shut up. Everybody's ready to fuck. And then, and then he's like, he's also like, I think it's, by the way, uh, I'm just an anthropology professor, but uh, just FYI, it's I think a it's a psychotic man. killer without any motive or rhyme or reason. FYI, I'm down, I'm DTFAF. <laughs> like, thanks for letting us, thanks for letting us know the professor is not the killer, by the way, because, uh, no, nah, he, nah, he is killing it. He's killing that pussy. He's slaying that pussy. But someone that's yeah, that... these are that, very attractive girls uh, at the school. Someone He's that's that slayer, obviously dude. being portrayed to be a killer is not going to be the killer, especially when this is so a slasher trying to be a Jallo. Anyway. 
So mm-hmm. we cut to Eleanor at the Lamplight Restaurant. Well, we are... also find out by that time also that the professor is fooling around with all the students. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that actually, uh, Carol, the waitress, actually mentions that. She asks Eleanor, like, hey, what about that professor? Except for she had yeah, never He's fu- fucking the waitress, too. I know he's not. I <laughs> yeah, he is. Is he really? I couldn't tell. When they, she, no, when I don't think she's in, bragging about she it. She talks shit on him. I think that's what hap- why what happens to her. Oh, uh, I don't know. The way... He flirts with her in a later scene. That's the girl. The That's waitress the is thing. the one that he had yeah. to have an abortion with. That's why it's, she's like, oh, how this, about that professor? At this point, it's just Eleanor and, like I said, Carol. Carol, is who is accredited, the by the way, as Carol Lamplight in the. Well, that's, like, the that's name her of the character restaurant. thing. That's but her name is Carol Moore, I think. It's, they say her name later. And I it's like, like Carol Lamplight. Not Carol Lamplight. That's but pretty cool. Anyway. So we also see Goofy Spooky Gary, the mm-hmm. Peeping Tom. That weirdo. Is that his he whole looks name, like, too? He looks like a tall Peter Dinklage in some scenes. He does look like a fully... Fully grown. A, a fully, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that was awful. Okay. Yeah. Next. <laughs> so Carol yeah. leaves because she's so upset <laughs> by what... I'm sorry. Eleanor leaves because she's so upset about what Carol said about the professor <laughs> is known to get around with all the students. They're fucking. That's his how did, how girlfriend. Does, how does his his bottom bitch, his main girl, not know this? If everybody in town, she can't get a cup of coffee without fucking somebody saying this. Yeah, if I was a professor, I'd want to work at a Boston girls' school. I just felt like uh, in obviously this, nobody cares. Well, I felt like in this scene, we were sitting through a tedious scene of nothingness for a stupid red herring, which is clearly Gary because he's not going to be the fucking killer either. He's too fucking weird. That's not what happens. In I these like his collage movies. skills we see later. Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves guys. Anyway, sorry. All right. So Gary starts following Eleanor from the restaurant to home and she's scared. And considering the ending, I don't know why the fuck she's running. <laughs> she can. Okay, well, she's yeah. got to be chased through her man. <laughs> Um, he probably all just wants. Also, I was saying some people like this, Emily. This dude probably just wants to give her a dirty fork or something. I don't know something no, weird. He's, he's you probably know? trying to return her fucking like panties uh, or, that he or, sold? Her wallet or well, something like that. Well, he like still his panties. And hey, you forgot your card. I like the dog. There's a German Shepherd jump scare in this where she's kind of hearing the footsteps, looks behind her, and he like ducks behind behind a uh, into, into an, an alcove. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she stops at one point, and this German Shepherd's just like, rrr, 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 and she <laughs> starts running. I also falls. thought she was a lot more attractive in the final terror than this one. I don't know, this, man. By the way. She's about to take a shower. So she gets back to her apartment. T-shots. And uh, she's wearing this beautiful sheer bra. I think that Rachel Wood is an amazingly gorgeous lady from this period, early 80s. But um, so she's in the shower. Period. And the shower, the shower looks like it is got the best water pressure of all time. But she, we see that somebody is trying to un, unhook the latch through the door. But then they start ringing the doorbell. So I'm like, oh, that's not Gary. He's not going to ring the doorbell. Well, I or was a killer's like, not going to ring the doorbell. So. She, she, she jumps out so fast. I was like, okay, if she was so scared, then why would she jump out immediately? Like, after the fastest shower of all time, besides George Clooney and Burn After Reading, he takes a really like fast shower. But like, well, she stops it and then starts it again. So she hears a strange noise. Whatever, yeah. It's the doorbell. Is it that strange? No. But uh, I guess we see somebody. She turns back on the shower, um, starts lathering those luscious. Oh, okay. We don't see her boots. We see yet. somebody coming. And no, this, this is really drawn out, kind of like this segment of our podcast. <laughs> um, it's really drawn out, like, oh, somebody's coming. We see them in the shower curtain, 
and it oh it's uh professor millet it's her lover um they ha- oh god they start out kissing which is gross and then and then he starts oh, they take rubbing, a jelly shower he starts rubbing some kind of red mud on her jelly. yeah they're it's having jelly. a it's strawberry jam rich white people say they're Dude, having a stupid they're trying fucking to figure out whether you can tr- jelly or jam it up your ass i was like this is appropriation if i've ever seen it i'm it's sorry terrible. but their stupid fucking tribal sex scene <laughs> like Okay. I don't know what it was. And cut I don't know why two, it's though. There. Like, cut two, though, a fish tank. So, yeah, we cut obviously, to the this huge fish, aquarium fish tank is going to have a head in it. You and know. She's uh, Kim in a wetsuit. We don't know it's Kim until she starts taking the wetsuit off, but she's feeding turtle squids. And we, uh, eat there shit. are people watching, but then we see that the helmeted killer is also watching. So, she exits after the turtles are fed, I guess. She exits, starts going downstairs, and... She's, like, up against a chain-link fence kind of thing. We start hearing that Freddy tapping of the I thought it, uh, that, that was really the, cool. The no, cookerette cool. when she was... Uh, on being, that fence? On the fence, yeah. No, it sounded great. But yeah. she's freaked out. Uh, who wouldn't be? Um, but somehow the killer pops out of the locker. Yeah, it's <laughs> how, in the locker that all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. He pops out of a locker and start gets to slashing. She just starts slashing, and the girl mid slash is like, "Leave me alone! Yeah. Go away!" Yeah, yeah. Nobody, and I was like, "Nobody getting gonna... stabbed in this really was, seems too concerned." I was like, like "Girl, this a, bitch just ain't gonna ha- help you now. Like you're already mid slash yelling, go away. This is, like this it is ain't happening." I think this is kind of how like getting stabbed kind of works. It's like, "Ow, hey, fucking quit, ow, dude." But like, you know, I think it takes a little while. You see Who that you? slashing, like, but then why are you doing this? It's also a cutaway decapitation and. Yeah, it is. But first, they net each other. Like the oh, killer yeah, she throws puts a, a net, she puts on, a net on, on her, Kim, yeah. and Kim somehow throws the net back. But um, did you get kind of some? Uh, I think it came out. He in knows your alone vibes. I got Tenebrae vibes because she's bleeding Ten- all over yeah. that um, white wall. I got that. But then also, then the next scene, uh, by think, her head shows up in the aquarium, which is on ah, a, the old head and the fish, which tank. is yeah. a larger scale. He knows you're alone. Bon- it bonks that turtle. Yeah, <laughs> and then the turtle but, starts you know, eating it. And yeah. he knows you're alone. There's the head in the fish tank. It's like the worst yeah. head ever. I couldn't really see the face in this one, so I couldn't really tell. But it's the only time that you see an actual fa- half of a face instead of just their fucking hair. Or them getting pulled off screen. God. So. Anyway. Old head in the fish tank routine. That's what the guy <laughs> says. I think that's what You Tom hear the says. old lady screaming. And then the cops are there talking about the heads in the water. Who says that, though? Taj gets a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> which he then offers some to Judd. Yeah, he puts give, it in his mouth. Some of that. And he's like, once Taj says it's tuna fish, he takes it out of his mouth and gives it back to Taj. I do think the head in the water is an interesting um, no. idea, though. Uh, I think it's really cool how they tied no, anthropology I, I, I like into it. this. I like it. I just wish that every single decapitation wasn't a fucking cutaway when we know, like. There's very. The, this became a video nasty. It's like there is no gore. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like some guy has some blood. You, you do see the t- decapitated heads, but they're not like dripping. No, you or see. In close ha- up. Most of the time, it's just hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's fucking dumb. Anyway. 
So where were we? Tuna, Tuna fish. fish. And mm. he says, old head in the fish tank routine. Like that's something that happens a lot. So this is where the lieutenant goes to Professor Millet's house. Mm-hmm. And Eleanor opens the door. He's like, hmm. Yeah, because she says, oh, you can disturb anyone at any time just because you're a cop. And he's like, uh, yep. why wouldn't, I don't know. Why wouldn't he expect her to be there? One, but he is. Um, and then he's like, he's like, yeah, that would be what it suggests or whatever. Well, Miller did. When he first introduces Eleanor, he calls her the foreign exchange student. He does, yeah. Which, during this interaction, he calls her my research assistant. So. That's later on, actually. She's a male. But because right? we're, it's a, like, he's basically like, he finds out and he's kind he's of asking, upset about Kim. He's asking about the professor being involved with either Kim or Anne, the two girls from his class have been murdered. And, and the professor's like, Oh, it's a coincidence. It's like, nah, probably not, buddy. Yeah. I was like, uh, what do you have in common? You're emotionally involved in your students. And he says something about them. Uh, maybe he says it or she says it. They're barely out of puberty. I was like, yeah, what? He does say something like that. Gross. But again, we have, we Insolent have, uh, son Eleanor, of and that's whenever he should have looked at him and been like, "Bitch, this is not school." Ele- Eleanor overhears oh, that, this yeah, and, and is again it, getting jealous. That escalates very quickly because it's like, "You insolent son of a bitch!" I, it goes from like zero to sixty in no time with them. And he tells her, uh, "He tells Eleanor, you should have known what to expect." When she started dating him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm an asshole. I'm a fucking perverted, disgusting piece of shit. And you should have known what to expect. And this is where <laughs> okay. she lets him know that she's pregnant. Yeah. I for- And also, at that moment, I heard it, forgot about it for the entire movie until the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I remembered. No. But he, he, he does say, I think... Um, she says uh, she's pregnant, which I was like, okay, cool plot device, whatever. And he's like, oh, that's why we've been acting crazy lately. Yeah, we did yeah. say that. And she goes, <laughs> what an and then she goes, you're going to let me keep it? <clears throat> I was like, uh, well, she gets uh, mad and, and goes, he goes to the lamplight. But he goes, everything will be, yeah, this is at the lamplight. He's like, everything will be fine. What? And then she's like, can we get married? And he's like, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah, he's out He's out of there. Yeah. Fucking baller. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and, and then that's when the waitress comes up, yeah, and this is why I think she her. gets killed. Like, I got to go get a pack of smokes, and I she don't, never sees I him. don't think Carol was fucking him. I think it's just because she was talking shit, and because she, she says, if you believe that bullshit, you'll believe anything. <laughs> yes, waitress. Yes, Carol. Love you, supporting character. You get you pregnant, too. So... When he leaves the lamplight, um, Millet goes to see who I've got written down as the headmistress. Yeah, it's a Helene Griffin. Helene Griffin, yeah. <laughs> but also, she's hanging. She's she's talking to Kathy though, and I'm like, yeah, Cat. She's, she's like, another he's like, student. I didn't talk to you. She's like, not right now. But he stands there and listens to how another student, Kathy, has been jilted by him. Uh huh. How was he getting all these fucking women? He's a professor. He's and girls the, have yeah. daddy issues. And he's at a just an all girls school. Whatever. I guess the rest no, of he, professors look, were like eighty. His hair's receding, and he's and he he perceives he makes them perceive that him as smart. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what's My up. sentiments precisely. Okay, so he overhears Kathy's confession, and this is where Griffin. Gets Head real Mistress creepy. Griffin, uh, she's like, Kathy, don't you live alone? 
And she invites her to come stay at her she house. She spend the night at my house. I was like, okay, now you're being a creep, Helene. That's but, just how college no, works, right? All these right? teachers are trying to fuck, dude. Like, well, and they do. All, yeah, they so, are. Right, they yeah. get what there. Else, what else is there to do in Boston? I mean, God, much, maybe man. I should move to Boston. No, so, no, no. It sucks. <laughs> so we cut back to the lamplight. Eleanor's not there. They're closing up. Well, and she Gus, is. Oh, Carol's there. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Eleanor's not there anymore, yeah, but no. Carol's still there. And she's going to close up for Gus because his wife's sick. I was really upset about this because I knew when they cut to back to the um, restaurant that Carol was next and not Kathy because I didn't give a shit about Eleanor. Kathy. Did I didn't you know want... Eleanor was the killer here? Yeah, I knew Eleanor was a killer from like uh, from Jump, but like whatever. Eleanor's a killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, there's not many female slashers, right? No, there. I mean, Pamela Voorhees. Actually, there are quite a few, but anyway, well, I'm not going to go into that. Not this hot. Not this hot piece so, of ass. She's closing up. She's like, oh, cleaning up the kitchen, getting ready to close. When all of a sudden, the power gets cut off. And guess who cut, <laughs> cut off the power? The same person who's going to cut off Carol's head. They struggle... And Carol puts up a pretty good fight in the actual restaurant, and they cut some chairs in half and break yeah. some mirrors and shit. They get outside. They get outside, and man, Eleanor's really fast because you think <laughs> that uh, Carol's going to get away, and she bumps right into the helmet. And then there's three times of a <laughs> slashing of her neck that's in slow-mo, but doesn't... It's like the shadow It's the same the shot... But it doesn't cut her head off, although she is decapitated, we find out. But, like, what was that? Why'd I have to see three same scenes in slow-mo of you to slashing To let you know it, it was real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can see her carrying and, the head back inside. But then after that, you see a shot of the killer taking groceries home to their house, which we have already seen, by the way. We've seen this person's house this persons taking in groceries and they have their killer outfit on. <laughs> Do you think on. she was stealing food from the restaurant? I don't... They well, eat there a lot. I mean, you might as well grab some beef stew. Well, she, it looked like she had grocery bags. But So in the morning... Anyway, did she go grocery shopping in this outfit? That's what I was wondering. Well, in the morning, Gus comes back to the restaurant and it's a fucking wreck because a machete fight happened there. I'm going to And two, two of the These construction, construction workers, workers... They're like, hey, can I get some coffee? Hey, hey. And earlier they were really more than catcalling Carol. She's yeah. like, and she was like, what you want ain't on the menu, honey. <laughs> she, she was a, also comic relief. Right? I really you loved her. I actually did. Only. I loved Carol. Yeah. Carol's, yeah she was all right. Yeah. She's witty. I don't know how a okay. main girl couldn't read the signs of like, yo, I fucked your man. And I'm just a fucking, you know, a diner waitress. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this scene gets very tedious, by the yeah. way. So they help clean up while he heats up some beef stew and complains that they're asking and for coffee at the, the same time. And you think the head's going to be in the beef stew. Yeah. Which well, I kept thinking. Well, one guy finds hair in the beef stew. And that's well, when I thought it was going to be in there in the first place. And I then I was like. And then when the melons fall off the top of the fridge, I thought that was hilarious. I was like hilarious, and the, then I was like, "Oh right, it has to be in water." Yeah. So that hey. I, that's because I was like, "It's not going to be in the beef stew." I should have fucking known that it has to be in water. Well, he puts his hand in the sink right before he finds it, which head. is so he must gross. Because like that was like old, head. you know, old water that old is, like, and it has a head in it. You've worked in kitchens, Mike. You know, whenever you put your hand in that weird fucking dishwater, like but you what? don't know what the fuck that <laughs> is. Is this like? A so, pineapple? So, I don't know. okay. 
it wasn't a great headshot because it just shows her hair and kind of her face a little bit. A little bit. But also, the hair being in the soup now has nothing to do with that. So it was just because she wasn't wearing a hair. It was blonde it's hair. It's the old head in the sink thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing and the kitchen sink. You guys know that. But one. then, but then that's when the cops come in. They go, "We got a tooty fruity red hair, red herring, basically." No, yeah, no, that's well, actual. That, that's actual police Gary. code. Gary has they got a Peter one eight seven. Yeah, Peter hasn't. Uh, Peter, <laughs> we got a tutti fruity red herring in this movie. You got me calling Gary Peter now. So Gary hasn't been there in two days, <laughs> and they Peter demand English. the address, and they're going to Gary's house, and they see some ghetto ghouls graffiti in his uh, stairwell. I thought it was cool, and uh, I got to say, Gary's a great nude collagist. Also, I'm a. Uh, I think if anyone's listened to this podcast, they know that in slashers, I'm not a fan of movies that um, have heavy crime. Even though I like crime procedural shows, some of them, I don't like it in my slasher movies. And this is very heavy in, uh, in detect in the detective side of it, the crime procedural part, which I did not like that much, but here we are. So anyway, Gary, Peter Dinklage has a fetish. But yeah, it, he's, he's not. Got, he's not a killer. He's got a bra, you know. I thought it was. Pain. I didn't know what it was. Well, anyway, it's pretty obvious to the lieutenant that Gary is not the killer. He's yeah, because he's pe- like, he's let's get out of here. Tom. He's like, he's just a peeping tom. Todd let's is real go. confused. <laughs> so yeah, red herring. But is it because? Yeah. Well, <laughs> lieutenant. Well, well, okay. What, lieutenant what's this, what's this guy's name there. again? The guy who's the peeping tom. Gary. Gary. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he is just the peeping Tom. But also, like, here's the thing. He should be looked into as well. He's very dangerous. Well, He's already walk, following. When they walk record. up to the house, also, uh, Taj, the comic relief, uh, the sergeant, he says, this must be a summer place, huh? And I was like, hilarious. That's probably how you got on Seinfeld for one episode. Um <laughs> also, I thought it was funny. There was a hockey mask in his room. Yeah. And this is pre-Jason with the hockey mask. So, yeah. So uh, that basically, like uh, Taj is like, let's fuck with this guy with a learning disability, um, and actually her name was Carol Mann, not Carol Lamplight. And um, so the lieutenant, yeah, he's just like, he leaves uh, Taj there. Yeah, he's like, this is a waste of time. He's just a peeping tom. So he goes to Professor Millets for the and second time. That's that. This is the time where uh, Eleanor basically gives herself away. Yeah, for sure. Like are, I mean, do you one, think the one thousand percent. knows at this point. Yes, I, I think that as soon as she gives this explanation coming up, we're kind of getting close to the knew. end of the yeah. movie here. Yeah. So she says, "Well, he breaks into their house. She finds him and threatens to call the police on this policeman, which I guess she's got a case." But he said, uh, "Isn't headhunting and crime even for anthropologists?" That's a good comeback. So she kind of goes into the history of New Guinean headhunting and states that by taking the heads of their enemies, they're possessing their very life force. And the lieutenant's like, why the, what's the well, significance no, then, of the heads in water? Yeah. And she says, quote, the cleansing of the evil spirits from the souls of the enemy, leaving the purity of the spirit. So she, so she knows all this and he's, uh, she's like, how did you know all that? And he goes, I uh, no." Yeah. He says it. How, she's like, how did you know? And he's like, I didn't. No, you did. He says you didn't. Or No, she says you did. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so haven't met that many headhunters, he Yeah, says. he's been wondering about the water the whole time, and she just 
she just gave it away and she yeah so like he's pretty he's been on he's on the right track the whole time fyi this low rent molder so yeah, pretty it's pretty obvious who the killer is at this time because eleanor has enemies and these women except for carol by the way but she did kind of talk shit about the professor but um so she has enemies with all these women not the professor but like I was like, is she accusing Griffin of also being with these girls? She doesn't. So well, she does. She goes to see the to see her lover, the professor, and she walks on in on the headmaster dressing him down about sleeping with but, Kathy. But she doesn't really dress him down. All she says is, "I don't think. I just don't think it's a very nice thing to do." <laughs> I was like, "It's a little more but than I'm a not nice thing, thing to do." You're fucking like that's harassment, and you're using your power to. Like over these women, but, but she's, she is about would, to. But she's do about the to do, same it, thing. do it too. So yeah, she's got to take. Well, it she easy probably out. already has actually, because she'd already talked to Kathy about coming over. Yeah, but so so Eleanor walks in and hears this talk of Kathy now, and immediately storms off. This upsets the professor, and the headmistress is like, "I didn't mean for that to happen." Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bitch. There, she's a she's as much of a bitch as he is a piece of shit. So. There is a. Well, oh, the lieutenant's he, watching. He also calls her. He's like, "That's not all you want out of these girls." Oh yeah, you don't care about the wealth. Even though we could... not all you care about is the welfare of these uh, girls. So he knows she's fucking him too. Yeah. What do you think about that, Nikki? About uh, all these teachers fucking these kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, the two teachers I, I there. Try not to, don't you but... wish you'd gone to? College no, dude. A women's college? No, no, no. no it's just no. the dean and a professor. But no. okay. I took my ACT. I'm I'm average. So at this point, <laughs> Lieutenant Austin is staking out the professor's house, and the professor leaves. So he starts chasing him, but this garbage truck blocks him, and he gets into a verbal altercation with the garbage truck driver. And then Taj calls saying that Gary... Is it Helene's? Is it Helene Griff, Griffin's? I um, thought it may be her son. I don't know why. I never figured like, oh, out why. Is he the killer I, you, after you don't all? actually figure out ever why he was there. Oh, he's going to watch some fun. I guess. He's a peeping Tom. Oh, yeah. Okay. And well. I guess everybody eats at that restaurant, right? And also, yeah... At that point, do you remember Taj says to the lieutenant, he's like, here, have some soup. And I was like, did you fucking get that? Is that that beef stew with the hair in it? He yeah, got yeah. the fucking lamplight. That's that fucking head stew. Yeah, that, I thought that, it, that I actually have a sharing soup. soup note. It was really sweet. So it cuts, but it cuts to a lesbian Taj, scene. Well, Taj, yeah, Taj says he's going to go follow Gary and for the lieutenant to just wait in the car. Well, but yeah, we yeah. see. Then we see uh, the headmistress and Kathy making out. But of course, the damn phone rings. How is it so easy? What about that spiral staircase, man? Mm. That was something out of a forties like noir. Yeah, well, it's a spiral staircase. It's like four fucking stories, though. Yeah, it was really tall. But it's a really good. They they use it really well in the. It end. looks good. Yeah. Like at the end when the jump. Yeah. Yeah. So Helene is on the phone and she turns oh, around. No, she only goes and answers it because it's her office, her office phone. And I was phone. like, never do business at night. What are you fucking doing, you dumb bitch? Yeah. You're Why already... are you working at night? You don't need to get up. You're fucking getting your yeah, you're getting box your rocks wet. You're getting your box off with a, with a student. Yeah. So and, gets, and you got to go call. answer your office phone. It doesn't last that long. 
because she sees the killer and is like, what are you doing? No. She almost but at looked, the same time, mm-hmm. Taj is chasing Gary, so we know it's not Gary. We know it's not Gary. Yeah. But Taj does not know it's not Gary. No, Taj does not know. So we see the door open for a second. It's like, maybe she's going to get away. It immediately shuts. Again, we don't see the decapitation because... We don't see anything. We, we see a little bit of blood trickling out from underneath the door. We just hear some like muffled screams. But we cut to Kathy asleep with some water running in a sink i guess and she gets up and looks and there's obviously a fucking head in the toilet yeah there's hair sticking it's out, hair of, her coming covered, out of the no, toilet it's, in blood. it's the old head in the toilet it's all head <laughs> but in the she toilet still thing. feels the yeah. need to open yeah, it you like you're going to see right? something other than it it's a, just a lot of pubic hair from where like she shaved earlier or something <laughs> It's oh, like just coming. It's, 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 if it was it, just the hair, she thought she clogged it, but there the was toilet with it, it. And she's thinking, like, I have to plunge this for, before Helene gets on me. It'd be funny if that actually did plunge and it went down a whole head. If you saw <laughs> like, that, though, you would just you work have at it for a little bit and it goes down. Toilet? I wouldn't open the toilet if that was my toilet. I don't. I, I'd put it in the in the tank and uh, be the upper decker. Kathy does. <laughs> and what she sees. What is in there ahead? Helene's head. Yeah. We see the killer's just behind her. Just her hair. Just her hair. The killer is behind her, grabs her by the hair, and off-screen decapitation. Off-screen decapitation. Yeah, Again. the old uh, the old off-screen decapitation. You guys know that. So one, right? the lieutenant hears some screams, and he's like, "What's going on?" He and he runs in, and he's going up these spiral stairs, and the helmet killer just tackles, flying tackles. Yeah. That, that scene right is out. cool. That scene yeah, is yeah. very cool. Is cool. When she, well, when the killer jumps from like the top of the fucking spiral staircase, which I don't know how you wouldn't hit a wall, but whatever, it was still a cool. Doesn't shot. matter. Yeah, you would hit a wall. Though. Yeah, you would. That's so the, point the, of a the killer gets away, uh, takes off on their motorbike, goes to the professor's house. But when the lieutenant comes outside, whoa, he whoa, sees Taj whoa, arresting is Gary. Is that whenever the car chase? No, no that's okay, no. Okay. no, this is where Eleanor is going to explain yeah, everything, this is a big the reveal. whole movie. Yeah. Well, the uh, Taj has Gary in handcuffs and He's Austin's like, what are you car, doing? Yeah. They, that's them right there. Yeah. So they throw Gary in the back seat. But we cut to the house of Millet. Eleanor and Millet. And when she when she takes off the helmet, we see that big, luscious Australian hair. It's Eleanor. Eleanor's the killer. And I'm she sorry, says, but she is she the says, biggest. I'm hungry. She's the biggest red flag I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, Millet, now um, is not the time to be a hero. You I need to be it. running far away from her. That's a lady that'll do anything nah, for her man, family. I, I dig a girl who never smiles. Well, but, she she manipulates the fuck out of him. So whatever she explains, yeah, go ahead. She says that she's been doing this for him, for her, and for their unborn child, mm-hmm. and that if he's still banging other girls in the future, she's gonna kill, kill their heads too. too. Yeah. But then she's like, now that uh, she they hear the police coming, and she's like, uh, they're coming for me, and if I go out there, they're gonna, they're gonna kill me oh, and yeah. the baby. And I'm like, you fucking manipulative fucking bitch. And then now. I don't hate Millet but anymore. But also, Millet I still hate him. Millet really got dressed quickly. Yeah. Okay. So there's because the lieutenant shows up and he's banging on the door, and it's at that point that we see the helmeted figure, all in black, drive away on a motorcycle. But you and this know, is where it's the car not Eleanor. Happened. 
I mean, well, you're supposed to not know. I, I I knew in my heart of hearts that it was the professor. Well, I thought it I wasn't. In, too, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was believable in his character. That kind, that kind of person would be the hero. You know, would be like, okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it for you. You know what yeah. I mean? So I didn't think that was believable. I but, like the uh, part of the car chase scene where Gary's Gary like, has to use the bathroom. Gary's got to use the bathroom, and Todd's just like, do it out the window. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's there's a really tedious car like chase scene the, the chase scene is good i thought it was tedious but it's it was long. pretty good it was long i like the fuck. lady that almost gets hit by both cars yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of car chases that are done well what's this your favorite wasn't. one my favorite one is to live and die in la by william Ooh. friedkin he did like maniac cops yeah i was gonna say too. french connection that's yeah, french friedkin connection too. is a freaking as well I liked O.J. Simpson's car chase. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> I got real. to watch that live. I know, yeah, me yeah, too. Everybody did. It was, <laughs> it was the slowest thing I've ever yeah, seen yeah. in my life. Let's see, that one sucked. Yeah, no, it was a joke. Did you get it? I did. <laughs> so they cut off the motorcycle, and it hits a police car. They're also shooting at him. They miss every shot, though. Yeah, these Boston policemen need to... They cannot. <laughs> I guess they don't they have... They can't uh, shoot a white they guy. Don't have they shooting, just can't do it. <laughs> there's no shooting classes at Harvard. That's how racist they are. They mm. just can't shoot a white guy. But he does wreck, which he does, wrecks, it doesn't look fatal. That does not look like a fatal... Well, they say at first, wreck. give me an ambulance. But then by looking at the pupils... They take the, mat, the helmet off, though, and it is Millet. It is not Eleanor. Millet is taking the fall for Eleanor. He did love her because she had bitched Bullshit. about him not loving her. That is not his character. <laughs> the lieutenant knows what's up, and he is not happy, and Taj is really confused. Taj is like, hey, we can't, we closed the case. Because he, he's like... We, did we? We we closed the case and everything, and uh, they're like... Uh, but, but you can tell, like Judd, the lieutenant, he 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 knows he thinks it's Eleanor, but sh- you know, whatever. Eleanor. It cuts to the funeral. Yeah, we're at the funeral. Yeah, this movie and... won't fucking end. Uh, well, it's, it's over. It's about it's over. An hour and twenty-eight I know. minutes. You could do worse than eighty-eight minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But so the preacher's given the last rites, and Eleanor just kind of walks away. Well, she moves <laughs> back to England. So she's walking away, and the lieutenant is there waiting for her, and he asks her. Is the ceremony over, Eleanor? And she says yes. And he says, I hope so. Fade to black. But then we see him at the police station, phone ringing incessantly, and he gets up, is walking to his car, gets in the car, and the helmeted figure is behind him. Oh, it's just it's Taj. Taj. It's, it's Taj. just Taj. Hilarious prank. I Makes sense you were on an episode of Seinfeld. That's how we look at homicide hey. in Boston. Yeah. Hey. I like the end. That's no, I thought it was funny. That was probably the best part of it. Good so uh, now we'll go into the... Kill count. count. Dun, 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 dun. One, Anne Barron, decapitated, decapitated by cookery. Um, Two... Kim Morrison, slash repeatedly and decapitated off screen. Three, Carol Lamplight. That's not her name. It's like, what did I say it was? That's a pretty punk rock name. Uh, that's the name Man. of the... It was like Carol Mann? Man. Carol Mann, yeah. Carol Michaels. Um, she's also slash repeatedly and decapitated off screen. Uh, Helene Griffin, uh, slash repeatedly and decapitated off, scene, off screen. Five is Kathy. She doesn't have a last name. Only one. Decapitated off screen. But actually, we don't know for sure. I'm I'm assuming she is, but we don't ever see her head in water or anything like that. And we just assume she dies. And then six is Professor Vincent Millet. He wrecks his motorcycle. His neck is broken. 
and uh, all the other deaths, all the other five deaths in this whole fucking movie are done by Eleanor. So Wait, we did have. You count, did you count the professor? Yeah, that's oh. six, but it wasn't done by Eleanor. Yeah. So. Um, you just said that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Um, so I've got some trivia about some of the care, some of the people in the movie that were involved in the movie, and just some like you know regular trivia. So, uh, it was known as Terror Eyes in the UK. It was a, a video film. nasty until it was cut. Uh, they cut a minute and 16 seconds of the cafe scene and the changing room murders. Oh, God, the good stuff. I don't know. Like, the what? only blood. And that's a lot to cut out of a movie because yeah. usually when you send it to the MPAA, you cut like 15 seconds at most. You know, something like it's like seconds at a time. So cutting like always a, the cum shot. I don't know what you would cut out of this because there's nothing to see. The foreskin. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so the director of this film, Ken, it was his final. Ken Hughes. It, yes, it was his final feature film, uh, but he was fa- famous for directing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Whoa. Casino Royale of <laughs> Human Bondage. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, this this is his last movie, and he was. What? That's why it's such a good, well-made movie. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was originally. Well, it's the cinematographer, but Casino um, Royale was like, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Woody Allen and uh, Peter Sellers. Yes. What? It was originally supposed to be directed by Alfred Soule, who did Alice, Sweet Alice, and Pandemonium. He also did Vanity and Tanya's Island, uh, which was uh, had used Rob. Botin and uh, Rick Baker. Um, And it had vanity in it, you know, vanity reference. So, okay. Yeah. The score was done by Brad Fidel. I think that's how you say his name. And he uh, also did music for Terminator 1 and 2, Fright Night 1 and 2, Serpent in the Rainbow, and True Lies. Holy shit, I love True Lies. Um, The budget was uh, estimated $1.2 million. It grossed. About one million. Well, not about. It grossed one million one hundred sixty-nine thousand dollars, eight hundred seventy-five dollars. So it basically just made its money back. Critics hated it. Uh, it has a mild cult following. It got a DVD release in two thousand eleven. So it was shot in Boston and Beacon Hill neighborhood in the spring of nineteen eighty. The final sequence was filmed in New York City, though, and it was tacked on after principal photography. So. I don't know what that really means. Like, what would have happened? Was Eleanor going to be caught? I don't know. Um, Rachel Ward, Eleanor, was cast as her first feature film. She was cast after being seen on the cover of a magazine. Um, I don't know which one, but it was probably either Vogue, Harper's and Queens, or Cosmo. But she was also a cougar girl for Lincoln Mercury and a scoundrel girl for Revlon. Mm. Um, The critics did pan this movie, but they did say that Mark Irwin's cinematography almost made up for the faulty and obvious script. Um, it's known for having a giallo kind of feel to it. It does. Um, it was originally released in Spain as Psycho 2 because they tend to do that a lot with movies. Zombie. Uh, yeah. But um, it was two years before the true sequel to Psycho came out, so people were like super guess, confused I there. I guess Fulci would have been in time. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, still, they do that all the time over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. F- fucking Shockingly, dick. the writer was inspired by real-life headhunters of uh, New Guinea. Okay. So, the cookery not... Or c- cookery. Cookery? Cookery. The cook. Okay. Literal cookery. The, well, I mean, they're all cucks in this movie, but there's so many cucks in this movie. 
but the cookery knife is the basic. I think there's only one cuck in this movie, and it's the main killer. It's the basic utility knife knife of the Gurkha. So some people do refer to it as a Gurkha blade or knife. Um, it was shot over five weeks. It got the Terror Award at uh, this film festival. They put it in called the Avoriaz Fantastic Film Festival. And uh, it's one of the only movies where a big actress has not received introducing credit in the movie. She's not hmm. um, credited. Uh, she has no in- introduction, like introductory credit. I don't know. Um, introducing. Leonard Mann, who plays uh, the lieutenant, his name is also Manzella. He's uh, pretty popular for spaghetti, Italian spaghetti westerns and poliziotesci. I'm saying that. I know I'm saying that wrong. Teschi. Yeah. Uh, The Butcher are basically giallos, but uh, like crime action thrillers. Um, Rachel Ward, Eleanor. So uh, uh, Manzella was also in Flowers in the Attic. Oh, Flowers in the Attic. And Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Yeah, 3. I I did write that down. I just didn't say it. Flowers in the Attic is fucking gross, though. So I don't know who he played, but bye. Rachel Ward... uh, she was in The Final Terror, which we covered in our Backwoods Slasher Month. She played Margaret, if I recall, right? Mm-hmm. The one that's so Daryl Hannah's face. I do think that she is more attractive in that movie than this one. But anyway. She's um, an attractive woman. She's also she, uh, she Steve was, Martin's love interest in Dead Men Don't Wear Yeah, Plaid, yeah. She, which is but awesome. She's been nominated a bunch of times for a Golden Globe. She was nominated in 81 um, for this movie. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it was. It was. Don't for, you mean the Thornbirds? She was. She was uh, nominated as New Star of the Year in Sharky's Machine with Burt Reynolds. Then she was in Don't Wear Plaid with Steve Martin. Hell yeah. Um, she was nominated again for a Golden Globe in 1983. It's, no, it's not Don't Wear Plaid. It's Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. I said Plaid. that. No, did you? No, that movie's yes. so cool. They intersperse uh, like old. Yeah. Movies. Dead Men Don't so. Wear Plaid. I don't know what I said. White Men Don't Jump. I don't know. Um, That's exactly what you said. <laughs> Steve Martin. <laughs> uh, but Steve Martin, yeah, he's playing basketball and he can't. Um, so it's she was, just him from the jerk. It's, it's just it's just it's just footage. Of That's him. the movie Nathan. that needs to be made. It's just footage of him for an hour and a half not being able they to make a shot. He finally gets Nathan, a free throw. He's like, I got Nathan it. Movies, I got it. Like Ernest movies, like Navens in the NBA. Nathan, I don't need anything except this ashtray and this Rosie Perez. But other than that, I don't need anything except this lamp. And so, this Wesley Snipes. So Gigi, uh, she, Gigi, she, Gigi Allen, she was no, nominated no. again for a Golden Globe in 1983 opposite Richard Chamberlain in the miniseries The Thornbirds. Um, she was again against all odds with Jeff Bridges. And then she filmed Fortress in 1985 That's and disappeared cool to study acting. And then she came back in 87 uh, opposite her now Australian husband, because she's Australian, Brian Brown for The Umbrella Woman. Again in 2001, she's nominated for a Golden Globe for the miniseries On the Beach. Um, she's a baller. She never won, though. So she's basically the Charles Barkley of the Golden Globes. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I ain't got no ring. Damn. Um, I ain't got no rhyme. She did get some Australian Shit. awards. Like I don't care. So for being a humanitarian, for yeah. being a humanitarian, it was for being a humanitarian. I don't fucking care. Anyway, so that's the same way the American fucking film committee felt about her. I don't fucking care. This was her first that's movie. The problem. Though. So uh, Drew Snyder, who he's the bad guy in Commando, played Millet. Oh yeah. He was in Kojak. Um, oh hell yeah. He was in, in the Incredible Hulk. He was in Death Wish, Death Wish Two, War Games. 
Space Raiders. War Games with Matthew Broderick? Yeah. But he's okay. the villain in Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando. Firestarter. Yeah. Okay. Commando. I'm getting there. I haven't seen him. I'm getting there. Commando. Oh. He was in an, a few episodes of Ryan's Hope, which is one of my favorite um, old school Was he ever operas. an airwolf? <laughs> he was an airbud. Airbud. Air <laughs> <laughs> Air he was in L.A. Dunk. Law, and he was in Cruel Intentions. Oh yeah, he's the he played the headmaster. The headmaster. And he also had reoccurring. So he roles. finally got a job. Yeah. So in this character if, uh, progressed. I wonder had, if he was shagging all those girls. He that. had reoccurring yeah, yeah. roles in American Horror. He's had reoccurring roles in American Horror Story, NYPD Blue, and Life Goes On. Oh. oh. Man. Fight the power. Yeah, fight the power. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> um, so that's what, what I have. Do you have any? What about uh, Taj, Joseph Sakari? Oh, Taj was in an episode of Seinfeld, which I already referenced. He plays a- Willie in uh, the episode. He's Willie the laundry guy. Laundry the, dude. Yeah. But he's in and, uh, the episode The Secretary, I believe. Hot to Trot with uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite and The Disorderlies <laughs> with the Fat Boys. Fat Boys? Fat Boys. So, uh, Nick, what do you? How many stars are you gonna get this? Two. You? Um, I'm gonna go two point five, just because I've given some worse movies to you. I'm gonna give it a two between. I, I couldn't decide. It's, it's a two point seven five and a three for me because there was no camaraderie, so I had a really big issue with that. But the cinematography, I thought, deserved one point five stars, like more than one. It was great. It had a good giallo look for a, for an American slasher. I thought the killer reveal was, uh, I mean, it, they gave it away really early, but whatever. The M.O. for her, 0. .25, I thought it was pretty dumb. And then, like, the fact that we only got cutaway deaths and just yeah. hair. That, if it had good decapitations, I'd probably be at a three. Right oh, now. yeah. I mean, but I'd still give it a three basically just for the score and the cinematography and Taj. It's very well made. Carol film. and Carol. But, like. Yeah, I, I had a really big issue with that. And I've said, if I read a kill count and I can, like, write what happens to one person and then just put quotations underneath each one so I don't have to write it again because they're all the fucking like the same. Like Massacre? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get a high kill count from me. I don't care how many deaths are in it. And on top of that, it's a low kill count. Like, there's only six kills in this movie, and one of them is not even, like, a kill. It just dies. Yeah, there's too much of the cop stuff. Yeah, there's way too much. So, stay gagged on Taj. Stay gagged on tuna fish sandwiches. Stay gagged on (coughs) fucking your professor for better grades. Stay gagged on Peter Dinklage. (laughs) Stay gagged on turtles eating squids. Stay dad. Turtles eating squids. Stay gagged on a bunch of hair. Underwater heads. Underwater heads. Stay gagged on higher education. And stay gagged on all of our social media, Instagram and TikTok, Gag Me With a Knife Podcast. And you can buy our merch at gagmewithanifepodcast.com. We will see you next week when we'll still be at school because you're going back. Well, maybe you are. You're not. I don't care. Anyway, see ya. (laughs)